Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curators pick of the Hollywood French Community, unity, 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 All right, people, here we go again. Here we go again. Here we go again. When you feel you're unloved, here we go Ooh, here we go again. <sighs> yeah. Welcome to Hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB Radio Streaming Live over platforms that don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. Or don't want to hear the facts. So people can go out and make their own truth with their own mind state instead of a mindset on that hamster wheel. Welcome to Hashtag TFR Podcast Live. I'm your host, Crazy D, with my special guest host, my sister, Tanya M. Congress. What's going on? Let's try this again. More time around 10.30 as they groggle the picture a little bit. As they try again. I've already got a warning but still right now perfect streaming until we get ready to start the trope. So listen people as I begin to how can I say? As we begin to populate this again because I had really populated this again and we are back on we are on we are on we are simulcasting live we are simulcasting live right now over quite a few different formats again Periscope Vimeo Facebook and the Film Review Life Channel. We like to thank those who are coming back in, watching us right now because they kicked us out just as we were dropping information, important information for you to have, to know, for you to make up your own mind state. It is the ultimate censorship that they have begun to do to people who just want to have a better life, a better life style, something better 
than what we've seen before and what we have experienced before. They're doing it to us right now for that reason, but it's okay. Right now, it's perfect streaming and we're gonna get through the show as I begin to rev back up on this information that we are bringing today on hashtag Podcast Live OB, that's Observations, episode 11. Episode 11, as they start in on this, right? We've just been streaming three minutes on YouTube. And what do you have to say as I do some population? Hopefully, they don't have you quaggled in your. Uh oh, uh oh, the picture just went bouquet. Let's see what happens. <laughs> This is is humorous to me. I mean, come on. Like, I'm trying to get into Facebook. It's just spinning and buffering. I can't get to Facebook, so I can't share uh, anything else on there while we're on the broadcast because it's not letting me in. This is is absurd, but it's funny. It's funny to me. Um, This is creative censorship. And it's at its best, and uh, they kicked out of everything, which, which to me is is a compliment. The fact that you kicked us every platform at the pinnacle of what we were discussing at the time. Thank you for the compliment. I'm glad that we create such an impact in your world, and it's really sad that we have people. Uh, with man hours being paid to do such things. They're actually paying you to sit and watch and monitor and cut through signals and things like that. That's pretty sad, but you have at it because we got, we got a lot of juice. All right. Um, But yeah, people, this tells me more than ever, the things that we're encountering as we're trying to bring you information uh, as well as some of our uh, colleagues that do these same type of broadcasts have these same type of issues. And it's telling us more than ever that they want to keep the people in a certain mindset. They want to keep you under mind control. They don't want you to receive information uh, that is pertinent to your decision-making process. So they'll cut through signals in hopes to discourage those of us who are doing the broadcast, not realizing that that all that does is gives us more fortitude to continue uh, in it. Um, to me, it's just a, a um, it goes with the territory. Uh, we wouldn't be doing our job if we weren't making enough noise for them to come in and try to interrupt it. So thank you for letting us know. Thank you for tipping your hand. Uh, You are of your father, the devil. He always tips his hand as well. So, you know, that's to be expected. So we were talking about, we started out talking about uh, the very humorous uh, uh, nomination, which is not humorous because it's really humorous. It's humorous because the status quo media is not going to take kindly to it. And we expect a frenzy 
either it's already going on now or it's going to be going on later on today because President Trump has been nominated by uh, a Norwegian. I don't know exactly what his position is, but he's been nominated for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize for his magnificent work of bringing peace in the Middle East between the Arab Emirates and Israel. And uh, as I said before, we were so rudely interrupted before, uh, you know, for a person to have done that, nobody else has done that before him and was successful at being any kind of, and I don't recall there being any uh, effort to bring peace in the Middle East by presidents before. I may be wrong. I just don't recall it. All right. Um, However, you know, this in itself you know, people scoff at the fact that uh, the president has gone on record to say that he is a Christian, he is a believer. And, you know, despite my own opinions about the religion itself, which I do come from, that is my background, um, you know, the fact that he does identify as that means that there's a certain type of a group of concerns that would be pertinent to a leader, a person that's in a governmental office as a leader with influence would have as a believer. So him bringing peace uh, in the Middle East between Israel and the Arab Emirates is a major accomplishment of biblical proportions, biblical proportions. So in other words, for those of you, you know, y'all might be mad, but that action was pleasing to God in case you didn't know. It is. All right. So. You have that, and then I believe he he also moved the embassy back to Israel as well in an earlier time. So I don't know if that was part of the same transaction or those were two different transactions. But being friendly with Israel is a biblical uh, it's a biblical precedent as we are to always pray for them. Uh, now, who Israel is is another another point, but we get where the man was coming from and doing what he did. And he's been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for doing so. All right. So I believe as we get closer to the election day, we're going to find out more and more things that are positive about the current president. And, um, you know, and let me go on record to say that uh, we're not we're we're expressing our views and opinions, and um, we're not necessarily we're not identifying with either party. I believe neither of us are particularly affiliated with a party at this present time. However, we look at the facts. Uh, we do our research, our own research. We don't allow ourselves to be spoon fed by mainstream media, and then we come up with our assessments based on the the um, the research that we do for ourselves. And so we're not led uh, by spoon feeding, nor are we following any particular crowd of people, all right? So um, the status quo is not part of our, uh, our vocabulary, all right? So with that being said, you know, I think that it's a good thing that our president, our commander-in-chief, has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize um, for doing what he did. That's of particular importance. And it should be to you, too, if you research it 
and don't keep your mind inundated with what the news media is telling you. Okay. That's right, people. Listen. The New York Post, amongst other news outlets, paper, and now digital on the internet, has reported that Donald Trump has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Now, we had been telling you on the last program about how the media was manipulating your mind. Oh, I'm getting warnings. All right. Manipulating your mind, showing you clips, cutting out. One of the most ingenious ones that I thought was a great edit because I'm in the editing business. One of the great edits 213-943-3358. Got to tell everybody the phone lines are open. The blog talk phone lines are open. 213-943-3358. We are simulcasting again on Periscope, Vimeo, FB, and the Film Review Life channel. Make sure you go to the Film Review Life channel right now. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Press that like button. Press that share button so that people will know that we're on because what we're getting ready to drop today is more information. So anyway, yesterday's show, episode 10 of hashtag TFR Podcast Live, hashtag TFR Podcast Live, we broke down how the media took cuts. One of the most ingenious ones was what was happening after the tiki torches and when Donald Trump said there were good people on both sides. Now the media, one of the most ingenious cuts was when you listen back to it, he says, not talking about, this is how they cut this now. He says, not talking about the white nationalists there were some troublemakers on the other side. Ingenious cut. Devious. Deviant. Evil cut. Because when you listen to it in its entirety, he's telling the people, I'm not talking about the white nationalists. They should be eliminated or something like that. I'm just going to use those words. They need to be put out the way. But we're talking about the people who were protesting. There were some good people on both sides not talking about the Aryans and the white nationalists. Not talking about them. This is what he says. right? You can go back and watch episode 10 where we show you the clip. He says that but he says, not talking about them because they need to be prosecuted and whatever. But on the other side, there were bad people. You know, they dress in black and they wear the helmets. The media cut it as if he was pro-Aryan and pro-white nationalist. And once you hear 
what the truth is, what the facts are, what the facts are, because ultimately people make their own truth. Thank you, Tracy. Great information. Thank you, 100. Once you hear what the facts are, then you're able to go and get off the hamster wheel, off the mindset that they have you in, and then you're able to go over and then drill down and create your own foundation, because foundation is key. Then what you build upon the sturdy foundation, you can begin to build your mind state. And I'm getting warnings. They don't even want them to hear this. All right. So, again, we like to thank the people who, who stuck with us, you know, in that half an hour lag of us having to reboot and, and bring everything back up. All right. So we're going to get to the comedy on the on the tail end, the comedy at the expense of then-candidate Donald Trump, right? But we're going to pull into something that is what our topic about, what our show is about today. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? What is life? What is liberty? What is the pursuit of happiness? A move is underway to mint the way we think, the way we exist, and the way we view the greatest country there ever will be. A cancer is amongst us within the spaces we walk. A cancer which only directive is to death America as we know her. The question is, will we allow the cancer to metastasize through misinformation, depraved thoughts and practices, or will we, or will we realize the destruction of America from the inside out is too much a crime? that we will finally see the action of those disrupting our society while our cities are stricken by a pandemic, too high a price to reward, to give up life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is the topic. So now, coming back to you, Tanya, what is your thoughts and what do you think life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is life itself is that zoe it is what makes you you it's what gives us uh violence it's what gives us purpose it's what gives us meaning and to why we are even here it's life we were born into life liberty is the uh right to live that life in decency and in order and with the unenabled freedoms that uh, both the Bible and the Constitution affords mankind to have. The pursuit of happiness is the, uh, is the outgrowth of both of those to say, my gifts, my talents, and the things that fulfill me and the things that 
cause me to contribute to the fulfilling of others. Uh, that's that pursuit and outgrowth of the aforementioned. And what we have here in our constitution, it says that we are, uh, we have the rights of certain inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So this is supposed to be afforded to every human being uh, born on the face of this earth. But what's happening is as you have different legislation, different laws, different censorships um, that uh, impede that process and impedes the ability of us to pursue, have the pursuit of happiness and by barring our lives and our liberties, um, this is where we start to run into a problem. And not only that, uh, because in the Constitution, even though this is a little, it's part of the subject, but a little bit off of the subject, since in the Constitution, uh, black people are still listed as three-fifths, uh, three-fifths of one man. How the hell do you do that? How do you uh, create three-fifths of a whole human being? So that means that this is what we have to pay attention to while we're we're getting angry at each other and we're uh, uh, going back and forth in these uh, senseless, futile debates. These are the things that we have to look at and say, okay, so we're still listed as three-fifths of, of a man. So is the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, we only get three-fifths of that? And, 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 and how is that measured? How is it measured? Is this the reason why things are legislated the way they are? Is this the reason why we're still asking for stuff that should be automatic to us as human beings in this country, uh, but you can take our labor of 70% and you can take our money of 90% uh, back into the structure that we built, but then we are not protected by the police system. We're half protected by the laws. So what is this actually? And uh, is it being, is it pended upon us being only listed as three-fifths still? When that came back up, what was that in 2009, 2010, something like that, that came back up, and it's still the thing. How did that happen? I'm going to calm down for now. Okay, look. This is true indeed. You know, Clyburn, you know, Clyburn, South Carolina representative, you know, House of Representative Clyburn, who also had the fish fry and the pick a nick and uh, he was the so-called kingmaker in South Carolina. He says that we are actually, once the 13th Amendment, actually the 14th and 15th Amendment that made us full citizens, then the three-fifths compromise was Null and boy. However, knowing how the European thinks and how everything has to be in writing for it to make perfect sense, you know that the writing has to say three-fifths compromise that the people are whole and you have caught on something that I had never had really thought about. I've thought about the three-fifths compromise, but I never thought of it that that is why we're being treated the way that we're being treated. Why American blacks are being treated the way they are being treated. 
And thus and so, once they start to treat us like that, then it starts to have a domino effect and they can treat others. And this is what we're talking about. But we're talking about American blacks. Okay. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of. Life is a characteristic that distinguishes physical entities that have biological processes such as signaling and self-sustaining processes from those that do not either because such functions have ceased they have died or because they never had such functions and are classified as inanimate life is to fulfill your process and accomplish your goals everyone has purpose of why they are living, none would exist if there was no purpose, right? So you're, 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 you're on. See, you gave the connotative, and now I'm reading the denotative, right? And so connotative, denotative. Connotative is everyday ways of speaking it, and the Denotative is the dictionary definition. So, spot on there. Spot on there, Tanya. Okay, next one. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of. Liberalism is a political and moral philosophy based on liberty, consent of the governed, and equality before the law. Liberty the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority or one's way on one's way of life behavior or political views the power of scope to act as one pleases that's liberty right so we have to hear cuz we hear these Words thrown around constantly. And people say, don't trample on the Constitution. But when you realize that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness was in the, the Declaration of Independence, which is a separate document from the Constitution, the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness was the grievances that they sent to the King of England saying that you have oppressed us and that's why life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and that's why we're breaking away from you because we have grievances against you because you treated us like second-class citizenry under your crown and that's why we're breaking away. So this is the Declaration of Independence. People need to start to read, right? The Constitution brings the laws of how the land, setting up the government of how the land will be governed. But the Declaration of Independence is where life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness comes from. Okay. Happiness. Let's go through this. Happiness is a feeling that comes over a person when he or she knows life is good. Life is good, man. And can't help but smile. 
Happiness is a sense of well-being, joy, of contentment. When a person is successful or safe or lucky, they feel happiness. When a person is successful or safe or lucky, they feel happiness. Alright, now we're getting through. So that's life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that's what it is all right so now that we get now we have given you context and now we can hit the rubber to the road now my question is what's happening out in the streets is this life liberty <laughs> In the pursuit of happiness. Again, what's happening out in the streets right now? Is this life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Or are people trying to implement what they believe to be what America should be about? So here we go, people. Here's where the rubber hits the road. And here we go. So check this out right here. Now this woman is sitting having lunch or maybe it's dinner at a restaurant and these hooligans, these rioters, these insanely irresponsible people to be kind are there accosting her while she's trying to have a meal. Let's continue. Listen to what they say. Now, let me stop this for a minute. This is very important. This is very important. They're shouting, no justice, no peace. Who is majority in the crowd? Who's the majority crowd? Who is the crowd? Right? Now, you know the guy who shot the Trump supporter of the day and then they uh, shot him in uh, Washington State? They killed him. Shot him 40, 50 shots. We talked about that on previous episodes. Go back and catch up. Come to find out, the media has reported Certain media has reported, the independent media has reported that he was an Antifa operative, which means that even though he was had BLM tattooed on his neck and he was saying he was doing for BLM, hashtag BLM, Black Lives Matter, he was actually an Antifa operative. Which means that when I wrote them and I asked, have you been co-opted? Do you have control of your image? Do you have control of your merch? When I said that, they never responded back, which let me know that they were and are and have been co-opted. And that 
proof that he was Antifa operative proves this. So my question is, what do Caucasians know about the words and the chants that they are spitting on this video? What do you have to say about that, Tanya? What do they know about what they're spitting and what right do they have? 213-943-3358. The phone lines are open. Um, besides the fact that in multiple areas, uh, we should just sit this one out because there's so many components to it. So we should address um, any of it as far as physically. Um under normal circumstances, I would say we should get some of our groups, our brothers out there and stand them down and say, go sit down somewhere. You're not addressing any issues that are pertinent to black Americans or anything. You are making a mockery and a farce out of this whole thing. And then they could turn and address the sellouts who co-opted this uh, operation to them at the same time. But because all of these people deserve each other, and they're imploding in on one another, uh, we're going to leave that part to them. They're going to do a good enough job on their own, eliminating themselves, all right? Um, no justice, no peace. Well, you, I mean, you don't have a right to say that because you're not bringing justice. You're bringing just as much chaos as the chaos that you are pretending to address. So, you know, back to the life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. I mean, uh, Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. He's like, so in other words, this is something that's so pertinent to our lives as, as people to get along and to, and to live life peaceably. This is such an important component, liberty is. He's like, I, I'd rather die if I don't have it, is what he's saying. So, you know, there's a couple of things that I want to I want to point out from scripture that's very pertinent concerning this this particular thing. First of all, where no vision is, the people perish, or that's better said, they cast off restraints. So right now we see people who are all over the place, people try to find place, people don't know where their place is, people are looking at the news, don't know what's true from what's false. People are looking at different groups with BLM tattooed and not knowing whether they're with the cause and, and or not with the cause and what the heck is the cause anyway, because I'm not seeing nobody that looks like me that's uh, representing the cause. So we have uh, the people has cast, have cast off restraint because there is no vision. There is no clear goal. There's no clear vision. So if you don't have clear vision, you just throwing crap at the wall to see what sticks and trying to get along and get a little pebble here or there to get along and take steps in life. But you really don't have any solidarity. You don't have any foundation on which to build anything because it's all topsy-turvy. So it's like another th scriptural uh, scripture that says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. There is no rejoicing going on here because righteousness is not in authority. And which brings me to what kingdom is. It is righteousness. It is joy, which is part of the uh, definition of happiness. It's righteousness, it's joy, and it's peace in the Holy Spirit, meaning that the spirit of God that dwelleth in you, there's what comes with that is righteousness, joy, and peace. 
righteousness, joy, and peace. And all of that is being disturbed right now because people have no vision and are all over the place. This is people from government on down. And so we're back to the reason why we should be sitting out um, this particular thing. Two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight. The phone lines are open, checked and ready to go. So let's continue with this because this is a very interesting phenomenon. What would you do if you're sitting trying to have lunch and the people are telling you to raise? They're telling you to raise your hand. Raise your hand in solidarity with us, please. Would you please raise your hand in solidarity with us, please, right? Trying to make sure that we're on the right one. Yes, okay. So look, what would you do if they're doing that and they're ganged around you? Listen to what they're saying. No justice, no peace. Let's listen on. Did you hear her? She said, are you Christian? Let me say it again. She said, are you Christian? <laughs> he said, raise your hand, lieutenants. Uh, let's continue. She said, you call yourself a Christian? Here's one of those who follow behind the crowd, in my opinion. Just my opinion, just my observation. Follow behind the crowd because you need to have some good ones to follow the crowd because, you know, they never want to just work with each other. They got to join and take up the tenets and the practices of those who have traditionally oppressed. These are the same tactics when you watched Martin Luther King, when you watched the video on Martin Luther King in Chicago when he was going to fight for fair housing in Chicago. And yeah. look at what the Caucasians did. These are the same tactics. These are Dixie Crack. What are you doing? Is this life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Or is this a cancer that if we allow it to metastasize, there will be no turning it off? We already told you what we believe this is the beginnings of. And you're sitting up here watching it. Let's continue. Let's continue on. Notice, notice, I'm setting this up for you, Tanya, because they keep saying that's their thing. See, most people, they say they're Christians, or they say they're Muslims, or they say they're uh, Dalai Lama, or, or, or Buddhist, or whatever. And they really say they are because 
in this case, this is supposed to be a quote-unquote Christian nation. And they say that they are, but they really haven't studied because the right person, when they answer that, they could sit down and come back with it and it would set these people saying, are you Christian back on their heels? But no, people haven't practiced enough. Okay, here we go. Greetings, Patrice. I see that you're out there watching. Tracy Latrice is watching. Right? So we want to say what's up to everybody that's watching us. You know, 213-943-3358. Did you hear that Donald Trump is nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize? As we keep going, look at this. Look at this travesty. What are we seeing? Is this life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Or is this a group of people that want you to group think. Remember, up here, we tell you, get off the group think mindset on that hamster wheel and get on to developing your own mind state where you develop your world and then you're able to develop with other people and it cross... Have you ever seen those charts where things intersect in the little semicircles? Right? Mm -hmm. Where they intersect and you can intersect with different people. You may not all think exactly the same. This is group think. This is destructive in my opinion. And it is not something that's good for American blacks. Period. Let's continue. Now, right there, that's an assault. Now, you're out there protesting, but, and you're, it's so many of it, that it's so many of you that you're in a mob. Did you feel that you can put hands on people and they will move on? But you know what they're doing? They're actually, for once, practicing nonviolence. Well, it didn't Martin Luther King finally come through to their mind state that they said their mind state they said hey we need to practice non-violence because there's too many of them and that's what they're practicing they are practicing the dixie crap way from way back in the 40s 50s 60s the 1910 1890 what do you have to say? Um, I'm not so sure 
of what my reaction would be in a situation like that. I know what it should be ideally. Um, and I know previous types of altercations that I have had, um, I have walked away. But I walk away for the benefit of the other person because I don't lose. Understand that. Um, and I'm not so sure in that particular um, uh, context of them putting hands, I don't know who was putting their hands on who there, um, but I'm not so sure that in that particular situation, I would be, um, you know, I, I would give every effort to practice nonviolence if I were participating in a protest. But if you put your hands on me, you may have some other stuff happening and I would make sure if I chose that direction that I'd be issuing out a real good whipping so that, you know, when they come, because of course they take me to jail. So uh, when they come, you will think twice the next time you're out there, part of a protest of putting your hands on somebody, I will make sure that you think twice about that the next time around. All right. Um, but I'm noticing here with these people, they keep on, they're out there uh, in, in the black outfits, BLMs, and they're bringing up Christian. So that's two separate groups that historically have been interrelated for a long time. And so there's a picture uh, that's trying to be painted there. And, um, you know, besides the fact of whatever, whatever regarding Christianity as a religion, still uh, the ideals of it is supposed to be peaceful um, to the betterment of mankind and so on and so forth. But these people, they're asking, are you a Christian? So to say, if you're a Christian, you're supposed to be doing what we're doing. And if Black Lives Matter to you, you're supposed to be doing what we're doing. And all you're setting off is chaos and confusion stuff that's out of order, which uh, you're operating for somebody that you're not naming while you're out there doing that. You're representing someone actually that you're not naming your deeds and your activities. That's true. They are acting on behalf of someone else because where does the funding come from? You, you, you see these videos and you start seeing the same faces in these videos in different states. Now, if people are out of work, how are they being funded to, how are they funding themselves to be able to travel from, from Washington to Oregon to Minnesota? How, how are they doing that? Let, let, let's continue on. Let's continue on. Okay, let's start right here. She comes up and grabs the woman's cup. First of all, we're in the middle of COVID. And she has a shirt that says, Nazi Lives matter. I don't know what that's supposed to be, what that's supposed to mean, but her shirt says Nazis lives matter. And she comes in, she grabs the woman's cup from off the table while she's drinking. And she's drinking it like my sister's drinking her tea right now, like it's hers. 
We're in the middle of COVID. And she comes and grabs, not to mention how nasty that is. Nasty in many ways. Transmission of many different germs. And th again, this is just our opinion. Hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB observations. It's just our... But that opinion was factual. That That's just our opinion. It's nasty in many different ways. First of all, you're being nasty towards another human being. Martin Luther King didn't march for this. Okay, Martin Luther King didn't march and die for this. He didn't. Malcolm didn't get out there and speak about the advancement and upliftment of black people. He didn't take a bullet for this. Megger Evers did not take a bullet for the Dixiecrats to then turn around and use and co-op organizations and make it seem like it's black and it's for black, but really they're doing the same tactics that they did back in the 60s and before that in the 50s when it started being televised. When TV was new. And now TV is so not new, we're in the cable system that the cable systems and the cable outlets and the cable media, no longer news, but media, believe that they can lie to you. And we will look at this. We'll look at all these clips. And I'm saying we just being, uh, you know, being inclusive but I'm talking about our people we will look at these clips and everything that you're showing and we will still have in our minds that we're going to go out and vote Democrat and uh, and again we're not with either affiliation either party any of them However, we're looking at, we're citing, we're showing you things that are coming out of a democratic background with an agenda. And we will show you these things and you will still, instead of taking it in and going and do further research, you will look at us and say, there's something wrong with you, 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 you Trump supporter, you. <laughs> this is not democracy, right? This is not democratic. Matter of fact, the Democrat Party is not democratic. It's, they are Democrats. They are Dixiecrats. They are the Dixiecrat or the Democrat Party, not Democratic Party. They're not Democratic. Because they wouldn't be condoning this in Democrat-run cities. What is the end goal? It's something that they will not be able to turn off. Now, we have told you before in the other episode, before they cut us cheap, but I've been registering people since I was 19 years old. That's 30 years. I'm 49. I have seen this. It is not a popping fresh situation. I didn't just get 
into it once Obama got in and I think I know politics because Obama was in for eight years and I thought I helped get him in twice. I've been going back, I voted, started with Clinton. Started registering people to vote at 19 years old, registering people to vote. While people were out there selling a little pepo. I didn't sell a little pepo. I didn't have a pocket full of stones. I had a handful of registration ballot, registration forms to register people to vote. While people were out there in the clubs partying and drinking, doing whatever they wanted to do, I was still on this same pro-black. It was pro-black then. Now it's called consciousness, and I don't know how conscious people are because if you were conscious, you wouldn't still be on in that mindset on that same hamster wheel, not being able to advance and move your consciousness forward to see what is being done and how detrimental it will be for American black people. That's my politic. American black politic. That's it. Forget the parties. It's about what policies help my people, even if it was meant to or not to, but somehow it did. That's what we're talking about. So when you say Trump supporter, I would say that people who were selling those pocket full of stones, and some people have made amends. I will always put that caveat in and that the preface before I speak that some have made amends for killing their own people. But the for those who feel like they can't even talk about it and they they have made amends without making amends, there are no greater Republican supporters for Ronald Reagan than those who sold crack, ready rock, in the 80s and the 90s. And some still do. I don't, I don't, but that's another story for another time. But those are the greatest supporters, the greatest, in my opinion, coons to destroy your own people, then to be in court. But that's another story for another time. And then you will vote for the very man that incarcerated, helped you to get, okay. Okay, now this is in front of Trump Tower. Uh, one of the protesters came and grabbed, uh, they say BLM, but who are we looking at? When, so that's why I say whenever I see BLM and they say BLM, I want people who who are at work all the time, who don't have a profession of watching news and analyzing news, to realize who are American black. Do not feel anything when they say BLM because the BLM that they're talking about are Caucasians who have co-opted the name. I'm trying to see why, like my sister said, why the sisters who created it aren't stepping up and saying cease to persist in using our name fraudulently so you can go out here and do these guerrilla tactics in the street. 
that are not based in what BLM was about and never will be. We already know that the Caucasian is violent from where they came from originally from the Caucasus Mountains. This is, you can go research this. It, the phenotype and everything. Caucasian. Asian. Mong. Anyway, let's get, let's get going. <laughs> Now you see that Caucasians hold up on each other like he he didn't know maybe he didn't know he had something some kind of weapon or something but they hold up on each other still so this is why we have to always remember it's right there on the on the film it's right there that's why we should be out the way that that wisdom from the neighborhood I want to just Stay out the way. Be out the way. I'm over here observing this to see which white wins so then we can start to politic with that particular one. Right? We need to know who our friends are, who our enemies are, if we have any friends, because we know we have enemies. Okay, let's continue. Yeah. Turn around. Turn around. We gotta go in front of Trump Tower. Black Lives Matter in lowercase, all for it. Black Lives do matter. But when you capitalize these letters, it's the organization. The organization is absolutely a Marxist, domestic, terrorist organization. All right, all right. So we hear these words being thrown around. Marxist. What is Marxism? Let, let, let's get the definitions so that we will understand what people are talking about, right? When they say Marxist, it's a Marxist organization. What is Marxism exactly to see if that's something that we should really be afraid of or not, right? This is what Marxism is a social, political, and economic philosophy named after Karl Marx, which examines the effect of capitalism on labor, productivity, and economic development and argues for a worker revolution to overturn capitalism in favor of Communism. Is this what we're seeing out in the streets? Are we seeing that they're trying to overthrow capitalism for communism? Is this what we're seeing? Is the man on to something? Because he's out there on the ground and he's realizing that the people who were once, or maybe he doesn't realize at all. Maybe he doesn't realize. But the people who were once out there who were supposed to be Black Lives Matter are Caucasians. Okay. What is communism? 
Let's get these definitions out the way so that we will have a better understanding of what people are talking about. So they've been talking about Marxism and they talk about, they throw words around like fascism. What are these things that they're talking about? Okay, so communism, right? Let me bring you back in so you can see. I think I got you there. Yeah, I think. I can see it. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. Communism is a political and economic ideology that positions itself in opposition to liberal democracy and capitalism, advocating instead for a classless system in which the means of production are owned communally and private property is non-existent or severely curtailed. So that means you don't own nothing within uh, communism. I'm trying to figure out how these people, the Russians come over and they have all this bread, right? Okay. All right. So they talk about liberal democracy. But before we get to liberal democracy, let's get to the term that they talk all the time, which they talk about socialism, okay? So what is, what is socialism? We'll have to get all these definitions out so we have a better understanding. Socialism is an economic and political system. It is an economic theory of social organization. It is the belief that the means of making, moving, and trading wealth should be owned or controlled by the workers. Socialists believe that everything in society is made by the cooperative efforts of the people and citizens. That sounds, that sounds pretty innocent, huh? That sounds pretty innocent, you know, just hearing it in its definition. What do you have to say? Uh, yeah, all of these different things. I thought it was uh, interesting that he talked about the man, man that was on there said that the BLM movement uh, was a Marxist organization. And indeed, it was. Uh, their original founders said that. Uh, they actually said that. Um, I heard them say that in an interview, and um, they did. But what we're looking at on these videos, even with that, is not that organization. Uh, not unless they've they've hired some people to be the face of the organization, which I couldn't imagine why that would happen. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they said that's what they were. However, this is what we're looking at. Uh, in these, they supposed to be protests. I call them a riot. What we're looking at is not even that group, the B group. This is some thing when you get the definition of Marxism. There's something about uh, Marxism is replacing private ownership with co cooperative cooperative. So something being co-opted 
or to me, when I hear that, when I first heard that term from you, I thought of being lent out or being leased out, like checking a book out of the library. You're, we're going to lease out your name. We're going to check out your name for our purpose at this time. And when we get done doing what we got to do, we're going to give it back. That's what was in my mind. So when I seen cooperative ownership, I'm like, mm, cooperative or co-opted? That's that's pretty um, that's pretty slick right there. But we have to know this is very important that we get these debts and know what we're looking at, because that's not what we're looking at, and what the group actually is is not the same thing, not the same group. Now. I had to put the definition back up, right? Because Marxism is a social, political, and economic philosophy. Philosophy. Which means that it's just a thought. A, a, a train of thought. A mindset, if you will, named after Karl Marx, which examines. It examines. It is a philosophy that examines the effect of capitalism on labor, productivity, and economic development and argues for a worker revolution to overturn capitalism in favor of communism. So when people say by this just by this definition, just by this definition, um, you know, comprehension is very important. It is a philosophy a mindset that studies the effect of capitalism on labor, productivity, and economic development. And then it argues to move into communism. What is so threatening about a philosophy that studies the effects of capitalism on labor, workforce, and productivity is nothing but a study. It's a mindset that studies, that then recommends communism. What, what is the man saying? And, and from that definition, did he know what he was talking about when it's nothing more than a study that leads to where the mindset will go towards, which is communism. What do you think about that? No, I don't think he knew what he was talking about when he said that. I think he knows the partial definitions of certain things, and he was just addressing the partial definition of what Marxism is. I don't think that he was totally aware that it was leading to a communism uh, life. Um, you know, I don't think so, because in that case, he's not going to own anything either. If we if we think of it that way, if he knew it that way and maybe he did, though, maybe he did. Maybe that's the problem. Um, but whatever it is, the confusion itself is the distraction that's going on here. Yeah, see. This is Karl Marx, right? This is Karl Marx. And then this is a meme that I found. It said, BLM, 
BLM equals Marxism. It's just that simple. Okay, so my point in saying this is that he understand what he was talking about. Marxism is nothing more than a philosophy, a mindset that examines, studies the effect of capitalism on labor, on productivity, and basically the society. And then it leads and says that from the study, it's best believed that people should move to communism. It's nothing more than a study. So when BLM says they are a Marxist organization, they are saying they are just a study of capitalism because it's nothing but a philosophy that studies the effects of capitalism on the aforementioned areas. It's not the actual form of government that it subscribes to. So what are you afraid of Marxism by the definition, right? Because the where it's headed is it's studying to say that we would be better under communism. And we have to put this across to the people again. It's nothing but a study. So when they say uh, Marxism, this a Marxist organization. Okay, it's an organization that studies the effects of capitalism. Why don't they just say, if, if they want to be clear about why they jump past the study and say, we studied under Marxism and now we're saying that communism is the way to go. And communism is a political and economic, uh, economic ideology that positions itself in opposition to liberal democracy and capitalism, advocating instead for a classless system in which the means of production are owned communally and private property is non-existent or severely curtailed, right? So that, that's what that is. Now, what is what do they mean by liberal democracy. Okay. So let's bring this up here. The liberal liberal democracy. First, let's figure out what democracy truly is because we're in a republic that's a democracy. Okay. Democracy, government by the people. A form of government in which the supreme power is vested in the people and exercised directly by them or by their elected agents under a free electoral system. Liberal democracy is a quote-unquote liberal political ideology and a form of government in which representative democracy operates under the principles of classic liberalism. Right? So we, we, we're getting these definitions, right? So far, there's nothing to be too afraid of as they're throwing out these names. Either you choose to do it or you don't, right? And we already told you that liberalism, 
Let me grab that again so we can read that definition again real quick. Liberalism. There it is. Liberalism again. Because we're talking about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Liberalism is a political and moral philosophy based on liberty, consent of the governed, and equality before the law. Liberty, the state of being free, quote-unquote, within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. So in that aspect, Marxism is only a study on capitalism, which if moved to communism, then what would usually be yours is not yours under that system, right? So that's what that is. So so being clear on what that is, you know, is very important because I, I, I think when people are out there yelling and saying these different things, they really don't have a true definition of what they're speaking of. And they're thinking about the time when the propaganda was out when the USSR was in existence. What do you think? That's exactly right. And it's so vitally important that because um, some of these definitions are close, uh, but they have maybe a line or two that differs from and makes all the difference to to explain what they are. And so um, moving ahead, when we hear these, like if you just see somebody say the Marxist, oh, it's a Marxist organization and the passion behind it, then if you don't go study it for yourself, as you've just done and just pointed to us, then you will develop an opinion that's not founded because you haven't gone out to see what the uh, what the ramifications are of that different Thing. So knowing that Marxism is just merely a study of something that's going to lead to the consensus being that communism is the best form of government for us, that's two different things. Just saying Marxist, I mean, it would be better just to say communism. It's an organization that favors communism. That would be uh, better said. And if you are a person that don't want to uh, not own anything, if you, then that would be the focal point. This is an organization that favors the implementation of communism, which don't work for me because I like to own stuff, right? So that would be the better definition. That would be the better definition of it because if you don't own anything, uh, ownership um, contributes to your value uh, in this society in which we live. Not really, but it does. And making your way through the society in which we live, it does determine value, ownership of different things, not just leasing and renting and stuff like that. Ownership uh, determines your value in this society in which we live. So, you know, um, because we're still a part of it and we haven't, unless you got plans to, to separate yourself from the society, it's money, it's currency, it's ways, it's ways of trading, it's everything about it. Unless you got that plan in mind, it would be important for you to understand that you might not want to live in a communist society. So that's that's better. That's more clear. That's clear. 
it's nothing to be afraid of, really. I mean, it's really nothing to be afraid of. So let's continue on this big red scare and all that. It's, let, let, let's continue on now. Now remember now, what makes these systems either work or fail is the frailty of being a human being. And that's what it is. These systems could work, but the frailty and the necessity, I'll call it that, to own something makes it so that it's not necessarily something that people are able to do because people want to have ownership. It's only human nature. So let's, let's continue on here. Now see, now where a lot of American blacks make their mistake and why they felt when Donald Trump came down the escalator in 2016 and talked about the illegal aliens and illegal immigrants coming across the border, some that stayed, some that didn't, some that commit crimes, some bringing drugs, etc., etc. When they're out there screaming, USA, you're supposed to scream USA. It's in a unit. It's in a it's in a reciprocal infinity circle. Infinity circle. USA. 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 You're out here chanting other things like you're the other. There's where you get out, gotta get off that mindset and off that hamster wheel and get that mind state. When they say USA, you say USA, 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 you. So this is where, when, I, when I'm watching these protests, you're constantly acting like you're the other and you built it. And most of these people, their people haven't even been here over two or three, maybe five generations. You've been here since the inception, 1690 and, and before, 1300s, way before that. 65,000 years coming across the land bridges before the Mongoloids came across 15,000 years, which was 50,000 50, years later than when you got here. And being that this system, this whole land was stolen, co-opted, you were co-opted, you were co-mingled in the word colored, Along with the Africans that did the 388,000 that came, had to be some people here already. Once you commingled in and you built it, when they say USA, 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 USA. Huh? 
What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You don't want America to go like that because where you going? Where you going? Where you going? You want America to be here. USA, they say it. You say USA, 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 USA. Ten times greater. Ten times greater in contribution. Didn't trade off on the nation like some who were so easily as immigrants, so easily as them being immigrants were so easily to do. Been through all of it. Your blood soaks the soil, fertile your skin and your sediment and your remains, fertilize the land. Push up these big oak trees, the pine trees, the evergreens, the land that is so fertile and green, the oceans, Mississippi, full of your remains. It flows because of you. And you will sit up there and let them say USA and you not say USA back. You must be some people who have put on the skin of American blacks, but you're really immigrants and you really can't scream it because if I'm out there, you say USA, I'm saying USA, USA, USA. I built this boy. How long your people been here? And that being said, this is more of a reason why we should be demanding our rights. Um, for us to, if, if everyone else here is uh, benefiting from the inalienable, inalienable rights that everybody is supposed to have as a human being, then why are we still asking for stuff? Why is it not automatically there? Yes, we can shout USA because it was built 70% on our backs. And yes, we have uh, rights that are not, I mean, it is almost inarticulable that you have to ask for something that should already be in place after all of this time after all of labor, after all of this, uh, uh, these money that are back into uh, the place that we labored in, and then immigrants coming over, almost like, yeah, see, y'all don't appreciate nothing. Y'all didn't, uh, you know, they're buying into the narrative that we don't appreciate anything. We're lazy and shiftless. We're not uh, taking advantage of the opportunity. Uh, no. That's not the narrative. The narrative is things were being withheld because we're uh, we have feet of people who are operating in fear on our necks, and they're scared that if we get our just due, if we get what belongs to us, that we're going to double back and come after them. And that's not even the heart of this people. We are not like that. We have never required more than was due us. It's just that so much is due us. That's the problem. So when you know that the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy, and you understand you're supposed to have life in that more abundantly, you understand that that's been robbed from you, and it's their guilt that speaks to them keeping wanting to keep us oppressed. It's guilt. It's guilt. It, it is 
In psychology, they call it projection, where you project how you, you are and your ways off onto another people and assume that they're going to do what you did when that's not even the case. There is always a Negro whisperer in the bunch. You heard of that movie, The Horse Whisperer? There's always a Negro whisperer out there. Man, guy, too much watching too much WWE, brother, brother, listening to too much Hulk Hogan, brother, brother, there's always someone out there, brother. There's always some bad eggs in there, brother, but not every cop should be judged by that, brother, brother. So we're not out here because they need to be prosecuted. It's always a Negro whisperer because we've been watching too much media that's all Caucasian. We've been watching too much WE and they talk that, yeah, brother, brother, brother. At all. They need justice, right? But at the same time, we can't apply the actions of just a few. The Negro whisperer. And he sat up there and he was listening. And I wouldn't have had time to listen. You came to a peaceful protest with what they call long rifles, which are actually semi-automatic AK-15. But whatever they AR AR 15s that repli replicate the AK 47. Except for AK 47 is fully automatic and they are semi automatic, but they you came to a protest that was supposed to be peaceful with these long rifles. And if it got loose and people started throwing them hands, you would start throwing them bullets. Come on now. Come on, as, as Biden says every time he talks to a black reporter. Come on, man. Come on, man. And if you don't see that that's racist, that he doesn't say that to any place, anyone else. It doesn't matter how well-spoken the uh, black reporter is. He'll say, come on, man. The last one, he say, that's just like if... They thought that you, should you take a test? Because maybe you were on drugs. Are you on drugs right now? Come on, man. That's racist. That goes back to the 101 and the three strikes. But you're not Shit. Okay, so we don't need jobs and we don't need them. This is a place of peace. Vikings, we see you trying to have a peace. Look, we're going to bounce out. Get out of your way. Get out of your way right now. I didn't, we honestly, honestly, we had no clue y'all were going to be here. We had no clue y'all was going to be here. And then earlier in the film, see what happens is when people reach out and they try to, they do want to see if they can touch you. See, he was getting. He, not only when people reach out and they touch you when they're talking to you, they're touching you and they're sizing you up and trying to get distance. It's like, like you know, it's like the jab and boxing. It's getting the distance, the throw the overhand left, or it's the jab left jab, the throw the overhand right. 
uppercut, hook, right? It's sizing you up. So he was, he touched her. And, and instead of her putting her hand, slapping his hand down and say, yo, stand down off of that. He knew he was Negro whispering. We had no idea. You have to watch this and know the psychology and know what's going on. Anybody ever did that to me, I was ready to let off. Anybody size me, touch me, hey, they're sizing, I'm ready to let off. Because anything I'm ready to, I'm ready to counter. She wasn't ready. She didn't even know what he did. He wouldn't even know what he was doing. We can't access our elected officials. We can't have a conversation with our elected officials. Oh, this sounds all good in. I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to say it. In my opinion, this sounds all good in niggerdom wisdom. It sounds good. It sounds good. We can't tell our public officials. You first of all, you're talking to me. There's a black woman right there who is a police officer, too. Oh God, this is just getting confusing, right? We can't just do it. He's negotiating. Does he know the law? Let's see if he knows the law. Let's keep watching. They want us to see it through the lens of the media that they control. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so there, there was the Negro whisperer. She was off to the side. It was a Caucasian girl. He looked over. He said, he just wants to be in the eyes of the way the media wants us to take. And he went, yes. And his eyes went into those little little circles that are for the, for the pedophiles, the little oval circles. And he said, yes. He listened, and then he was called to action by the Nig Whisperer. Listen to this. We can only get through here. This is some fucking insane fascist. Like, what is going on? Okay, so he says this is some insane fascist. Whatever, whatever. What is going on? Okay, people. So what is fascism? See, we have to know these definitions of what we're talking about before we go out there and start pontificating and then doing action and we don't know what we're doing. We're just talking. People are saying these things and you believe them. You don't even know the definition. Never picked up the book to get the definition. Never picked up the book. So let's see what fascism is. Okay. Let's look at fascism. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Fascism is a governmental a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism. Regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. That I don't know about the racism part, but doesn't that sound more like Russia? Complete power forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism. 
regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Now, telling the people that they can't come in to a government, but anyway, let, let's go on. Does that sound, from that definition, from what you saw right there, what you saw right there, Tanya, from what you saw right there, let me bring this up, bring you back in. From what you saw there and what you heard before we go on, is that what you saw there, what they're doing right there, fascism? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're at a government building uh, that has, you know, you have in, in every place where there's it's a government-run situation are, are protocols in order to see your government affairs, to see your police chief. There are protocols on uh, the difference. So you're supposed to call in, uh, schedule a meeting, and then often schedule a roundtable meeting where you have all that are pertinent to making the decision for you to do what it is you want to do. If you're organizing a march, organizing uh, any kind of protest or anything like that, you go and you sit at a round table of the city officials. And uh, oftentimes it's not the mayor that's there, but the person under them, there's a police chief. There are several people that are pertinent to, uh, there's the zoning, uh, the parks and recreation representative heads of that. There's the zoning coordinator because they have to switch bus routes and things like that. So there's a type of organization that has to take place when they're going to meet with a group of people about anything. And them showing up like that was basically out of order. It was out of order. And so then they came with a, uh, a, a word, fascism, that was not appropriate to the particular no, it was not fascist. It was the order of that particular governmental office that they were impeding upon and they were out of order. Okay, people. So now, now we get to the part of the video that really, it, we've been, we've had the rubber to the roll throughout through these different definitions. But this is where, in this case, I need to ask the question. I want to ask this question. Who Put the battery in your back without having you be informed about the law that the order has been sworn in to uphold. Here we go. Let's continue. How is Black cop, he says, he shakes his head. He says, all right, here we go. All right, so nifty editing, cutting up time. We're going to show you the reverse angle of this now. Stay tuned. Now, if you notice, I don't know if this is the same Negro whisperer in the black mass that was talking to him, talking about they only want the media. But you notice that the two Caucasian people stood back. This is what we should be doing. That old day, they're practicing that classic hood wisdom. I'm just going to be out the way. I said, I'm going to be out the way. I'm just going to observe this. 
They they were like rah rah rah. She was rah rah rah. If that, I don't know if that was her or not. Cannot assume. Just my opinion. It's the only one I see. Of course, there could be one holding the camera, filming, talking, right? But you notice though that the Caucasians stayed out the way. They didn't push through. Who pushed through? With emotion and not intellect at the front of it. Well, good God almighty, it was some good old acting perfectly like they supposed to act, in my opinion, coons for the movement. Let's continue. This this particular movement, which is not life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, especially not for American blacks, because they are practicing the same. Go watch those old videotapes from the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and watch the Dixiecrats act the same way to Martin Luther King and other other activists and civil rights leaders. Let's continue on. Notice they stood to the side though and watch what happens as we go to the reverse angle. He said, it's constitutional. We just want to see the mayor. We're going to see the mayor. It's constitutional. Have you read your constitution? Have you read the constitution of the state that you're in? Is your state a commonwealth? Have you read the state constitution? Uh oh, there go the sapphire. <laughs> the stereo, the stereotype. You know, just my opinion. I'm not putting any aspersion on the person, but you know, the so-called because it's not true. Sometimes, you know, talking about being the strong black woman. How about being the strong black woman for your family? Your immediate family. Your American black politic. Not this politic of coalition because you see those people stood back and let you push through after they put the battery in your back. In your back the battery and you went and you fell for it. You folded like a folding chair. You fell like some dominoes. Just like the way they thought that you were going to do it. So let's keep watching now. Now that she's talking about, we got our hands up. No, no, you can't touch me. Let's continue. Uh-oh. What happened? Uh, let me back up just a little bit. What happened? All of a sudden, old girl... Talking all that, all of a sudden it became a runaway slave. I thought this was passive, aggressive, get on your knees, say, lock me up if that's what you want to do in protest. But you have pushed in to a government building. You don't know the laws that govern that building because once you step off of off of the concrete into a building, you fall into those laws. You don't know the constant. 
institution in the area that you're at, who sent you in and who didn't prepare you. And if they had prepared you, they probably wouldn't have done it because ignorance is bliss. And what you think you know by law will have you under the jail. Let's continue. So wait a minute now. We was talking. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. What happened? Okay, listen. Wait, wait. Listen, listen. What? Whoa. Oh, steal away. We're going to steal away. Could we have just stealed away? Did she think she's Harriet? She probably the Harriet that they showed you in the movies, which was a miscast in our opinion at hashtag TFR podcast. Like, but did she think she was Harriet? Because Harriet would have stood there with her, would have stood there, would have stood in because fear is fight or flight. Same emotion, fear. You stand in, take the arrest because because you got the people are supposed to have the lawyers for you. You're not going to be punished because now the Democrats are not doing anything in these different cities. So why would you do something that's going to lead you into what we're getting ready to talk about next? Here we go. No! No! Stop it! Stop you it! Taste? Stop it! You want to get taste? Stop it! There you go. All right, you're going to get taste. Here you go. Do you not taste her. Do 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 not there's an official there in the office that says, do not tase her. And he automatically follows directions. We see, because Savage doesn't understand human. That's my opinion. Savage doesn't understand human, right? Look who is standing back to the left of the screen. One of the people who, one of the protesters. What are they standing back? What are they not doing? They're not getting arrested. I'm watching, and what does the police officer say? Do not tase her. I am watching you. I don't care what you watch. We're fucking watching you. You're on camera. Do I You're care? arresting me for I what? I got a camera too. You're arresting right. me for what? You're arresting me for what? You're arresting me for what? All right. All right, so let's 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 go through and see what they could possibly be getting arrested for. Now, earlier in the video, the person said the officer told them that they would be trespassing if they did it, and he said, "How could we be trespassing when we're just here to come see everything?" It sounds good in niggerdom. what laws because unless you want it to be lawless a, a country a nation is ruled by laws trespassing is the legal term for the situation in which one person enters onto the land of another without permission or the legal right to be there depending on the circumstances and the law in place where the act occurs, trespassing may be considered a crime, a civil wrong called a tort, or both. A crime or a civil wrong 
call a tort or both. How come the people who put the battery in your back didn't inform you about law? How come they didn't inform you about the law of where you were? Learn the laws of where you are. What is a tort? Now, you, we need to know what tort is as we close out on a presentation today, right? What is a tort? Because we have to know trying to have life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Because I can tell you, if they press charges, no one is going to be happy in that situation. At least the people who push through those doors. Tort. A wrongful act or an infringement of a right on other than under contract leading to civil legal liability that may cause injury to another person. Tort law are to provide relief to injured parties from, for harms caused by others to impose liability on parties responsible for the harm and to deter others from committing harmful acts. Tort. A wrongful act or an infringement on a right other than under contract. You did not have agreement. Contract is agreement. You did not have agreement to be in the building to meet with the public officials under contract. Tort is a wrongful act or an infringement of a right other than under contract leading to civil legal liability that may cause injury to another person. What if the police officer said, I scraped my arm on the door and I began to bleed because I had to cover up and she resisted arrest, you have just now getting ready to be under civil crime and civil liability, but someone who put the battery in your back did not tell you simple governmental law, did not give you law that you cannot just walk into a place and just do whatever you want as a citizen because there is such thing as tort laws. We got to, no, I'm not going to say we got to do better. That's some old, that's, that's no. We've got to be informed before we step out there and do. I remember at Cleveland State when Wimbush was gone, they had lawyers come down and talk to the people who were going to be doing the sit-ins, what to do and what not to do. The main point of doing civil disobedience, passive, aggressive civil disobedience is to not make a move and make them have to move you. That's within your legal right. But of course you don't know that because they have taught you to be looters and anarchists and all that and you don't know none of that and you don't have any lawyers and then you're thinking, but what happens when the Democrats say, well, this isn't working and you get put under the jail. When you get put under the jail because you did not think to do your legal research. And see that this whole thing play out just too much. It's way too much. I'm looking at it because, and I got a lot of questions in my head, like 
first of all, why are the ones giving the instructions? Uh, Polly, Polly and Anna, why are they giving the instructions on what to do? Why are they giving the instructions? And why are you following? So they look, they don't look any more official than the black people that are, are acting a fool. They don't look any more official. So what is it about them that is uh, qualifying them to give you instruction on what to go in and do? And then uh, you got some kind of extra testicular because you're standing there with them like that's some kind of extra backing that's going to protect you from uh, what is normally going to go on in a case where you're out of order. And see, there with that, there is no argument there. You can't say that the police roughed you up uh, on, you know, without cause. You can't say, and, and the police officer was ticked off. Because you know why he was ticked off? He was ticked off because this was such a senseless and unreasonable situation that didn't hurt with a bunch of uninformed people. And then to top that off, I'm looking at a person that 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 people that's enforced their way into something. Oh, y'all bad. You didn't force your way into somewhere out of order, and then you're gonna take off and run. So now that that explains to me my first question: How you have other people there telling you what to do? You you don't have it in your. It's not in your gut what you're doing. You're not even resolved to. You're not even resolved to it because as you've been resolved to it. You wouldn't be running like a jelly bat at the first sign of trouble since you went in like that. You went in with the confidence and, and a, a misguided confidence, a misappropriated confidence, and then you went to run because you were not really resolute in the cause anyway. So that's that's the same thing. You can see it over and over again, repeated patterns of people who have been brainwashed into something. Then when it's time for the rubber to meet the road, they kind of got one foot in and one foot out. That's what that described. So that's jelly back all day long. So for a per an onlooker like me, I don't have any respect for it at all. And the fact that you were out of order just made it worse. There is protocol. What's wrong with having following intelligent protocol? If you're looking to get something resolved, there's more with honey than vinegar. In that particular case, it would have been you following, calling, getting the appointment, getting on the schedule, going in and sitting in meeting and coming in with a list of whatever your concerns were and doing it that way, as opposed to doing it the way you did it. Now everybody's in trouble and everybody's going to incur some kind of charge because you forced your way in and trespass. Yours is going to be worse because you resisted arrest after uh, you disrespected the police officer. So it's uh, <laughs> it's amazing. It's just amazing. It's it's amazing how people are. There is no there is no win in that. That is not life, liberty, and pursuit, and the pursuit of happiness. That is not you going and trying to implement your own fascist, by the definition, what you're doing when you're going over to somebody else and say, raise your hand. And if not, 
No justice, no peace. If we don't get it, shut it down. And you stand there and you want them to do. You are a totalitarian authority telling another human being what to do or you will not let up on them with your gathering. I'm going to be kind gathering around and giving suggestion, forceful suggestion. You are the fascist. By the definition. And you don't even know it. You don't even know it. You are the fascist. And you don't even know it. Did you know that someone that they said, you know, wasn't going to be president. And the people who are behind the fascist activity, like Hillary Clinton said, uh, Biden should not concede and go all the way and keep going and never concede, never concede, never concede, never concede. Do you know that they laughed at the man, but did you know that the man is getting ready, has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize number 45 for his work to bring peace between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. United Arab Emirates is huge. As you look at the map of, you know, Israel is at one end, Arab Emirates United is at the other end. And in between are many different Arabs and Ottoman Turk empires i just don't give them i'm giving them their credit because they once were all empires once after they came in and conquered the the blacks excuse me not the not the american blacks but the blacks that were there they became they had their own empire and now all of them want to join in on this peace accord that they say it could never be done that people talked about but here's donald trump the one that talks crazy on twitter because he's being talked crazy too. And he responds like any full-blooded American, real American citizen would. I'm American black. You say something to me, I'm going to definitely respond to you. And it's not gonna, I'm gonna have the language to respond to you and sit you down. Do you understand? This is what it is, and they are thoroughly. I, I I can't wait to get off the broadcast. We're we're running late because they cut us. So it's said I'll put it at the end. So if they cut us at the end, I still got the little bit over there, and I can just tack it all together in the finished product coming back, right? Because they've already given us a couple of warnings because they really just didn't want this out. These definitions to help you. Think before you do. Know the laws before you speak. So, here's the man. They called him a racist. He's uh, nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Obama was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for just winning the presidency. He hadn't done anything. What did he go on to do? He hyped up the wars in Afghanistan. He killed Gaddafi. Was that peace? Dude handed him a letter from um, Venezuela. 
he exposes the letter to the public. Like every all the all the African nations, all the black diaspora was thinking that oh it had changed him, but they didn't know that in my opinion, Obama was an agent for the status quo. And we didn't know it either. We saw him and and you know, Michelle, tell the truth, Michelle wasn't the best looking, but she knew how to dress, my opinion. She knew how to dress, she kept it fly, you know, she kept it fly. It, 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 it helped that she had the ba da bum ba da dong ba ba dong the dong the dang the dang diggy 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 be be bang the dang the bang because that could help but a face that can help but a face and we just let's keep it let's keep it clear because when we put up the top ten beauties from American black we put up Dorothy Dandridge no if we put up Sicily no we put up Hallie no if we put up Angela Bassett no she doesn't quite add up but she knew how to dress right so let's be clear let's let's, let's keep it all the way 100 Let's keep it a buck, okay? Let's keep it a buck. Her luster is gone. If you see her before and after, you're like, what happened? What's up with the face? The face just keeps changing every six months or so. We don't know what's going on. But that's, that's her business. <laughs> Makes no difference to me. My opinion, my observation, because this is hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB. She got up there, did the speech. It was lackluster. She tried to go do another one. Lackluster. The DNC was trashed by the, was just totally demolished by the RNC through optimism. And then the man gets the Nobel Peace Prize. It nominated for it. Listen, I can't wait to start turning on the news after this so we can just report this and check out the 10 alarm fire People are going to be chafed in they act. They're going to be chafed. They're going to need some A&D. They're going to need some preparation H. Some preparation H. It's going to be like they were riding in a saddle and they was just getting it. Or they were a bottom. Thanks, uh, Wendy Williams, because you had the gay dude caught up, and that's when we learned where the bottom and the top was, and he was talking about his hemorrhoids, and they're going to think that they were a bottom getting bust out. Buck, buck. Viewer discretion is advised. Listen. Listen, man. Listen. This is going to be the this is going to be, oh my God, Nancy Pelosi is going to have a conniption fit. She'll be like, oh my God, she's going to be, you know, she could hardly get up when they did the fake uh, one knee for eight minutes and 48 seconds to honor Floyd before they made sure the Senate trashed the bill in the Senate, the Democrats, so they could have a bill and try to use that as a political wedge to get American blacks to vote for the Democrats when they were playing politics with our lives. Now, so many black men afterwards and women and children being killed and they don't have a bill to arrest the cops. That right there automatically disqualifies them from my vote. 
Before we play this last presentation, I'm going to have you go because it's only 56 seconds and then, you know, we're going to see if they try to cut it again. So I'm going to have you go real quick. Uh, with regards to the president and his nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize, in case for those who don't know, uh, the the war between uh the Arab nations and Israel have been going on since biblical times. They are uh, descendants of the two sons of Abraham, uh, Ishmael and Isaac. Ishmael being the, the child of the flesh that they created when they didn't trust the promise of God when Isaac came. So this has been something that has been seemingly impossible to rectify, seemingly impossible not to have um, a, a, a coordination between them because they've been fighting over the land and rights and the birthright. That's what it's been about the whole time, the birthright. You know, Abraham was our father. Well, Abraham was my father, our descendants' father first. It was Ishmael's father first. But then the, the, the descendants of Isaac come along and say, well, uh, Isaac was the promised child, Ishmael was the bastard child and the child of the handmaiden. He wasn't the child of the wife. So that's been the argument. That's been the fight for 2,000 plus years. That's been the fight. That's been the fight. And this man who y'all call crazy and you call uh, an idiot, you say, they say all kinds of stuff about him. He can't be too much of an idiot if he was a corporate guy who found himself in the presidency. Can't be too much of an idiot, all right? So I know, I know, I know, I know. It sounds like, you know, well, you just sound like you about, you just sound like you love him. Well, actually, um, when he started, I didn't know enough about him to come up with an opinion. Um, the little bit that I did know was I didn't like his lack of tact. But as we went on, I had to think about how I expressed myself. I expressed myself straightforward and sarcastic. And so I began to like him and I began to like the what was coming out of uh his expression and the decisions that he was making so no yes i do like him yes i do and if i were gonna vote this time around i would probably go in that direction simply because he's already proven himself in that regard okay but i'm sitting out on my vote because there are other things that need to be addressed that are more pertinent to me at this time and should be to every american black so that's where i stand with it all right, so look, people, we're going to try this again because, you know, they cut us. They cut us the first time at 930. We came back right afterward at 1030 to keep this going. So we're going to do this again. This man who they call crazy, who called him abrasive, who said that he was with the Russians. Obviously, the people outside of America, that's why you have to pull yourself out the bubble, turn around and look at it through another set of eyes looking in from out instead of being in it trying to look out you get murky there it's like being in a being in the hole in the crevice of a volcano and you're walking out and you can only see the light yeah but and you don't know what's actually happening but if you're outside in the blue sky and you turn around and you look you see what's happening with the whole volcano. And if you're in danger or if someone would be in danger walking out that particular hole, like in, in volcanoes, the first thing that happens is the side of the 
uh, mountain will split and put out lava, then that will dry before the. But th that's geography. We'll talk about that another time. Okay, love. Here's the guy who they scoffed at in 16. And we played this before and they clipped us. So we're going to see if they clip us again because they don't want you to see it. But if you don't get to see it here on this program, just go in and type in. Because we got it from, like I said, we, we watch all channels. But Fox News, Hannity, had this. Type in Hannity, they laughed at Donald Trump. And it will come up and you'll be able to watch it. But we cut it here without the Hannity commentary just to show you how mean-spirited these people really are, right? How mean-spirited the people really are and what they're doing and how they laughed and scoffed, but they don't laugh anymore. They don't laugh anymore. Trump has been saying that he will run for president as a Republican, which is surprising since I just assumed he was running as a joke. Do it. Look, look at me. Do it. I will personally write you a campaign check now. I wonder if he actually, uh, if he actually um, wrote a campaign check or not, if he kept his, kept his word or not. I wonder. Because he is an immigrant himself, right? Doubt it. On behalf of this country, which does not want you to be president, but which badly wants you to run. We better be ready for the fact that he might be leading the Republican ticket next. Now, Ellison was the only one who understood the power of cult of personality and how Donald Trump had built this from the 80s when they were first asking like my sister was talking about earlier how he built this and how people were interested in him and how he had been on TV for 15 to 17 years with Apprentice and they knew him better than they knew Hillary <laughs> I know you don't believe that but I want to go I know you don't believe that. They're just laughing and scoffing. Let's keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> president Obama will go down as perhaps the worst president in the history of the United States, exclamation point, at real Donald Trump. <laughs> well, at real Donald Trump, at least I will go down as a president. Okay, so he said he'd go down as president. Now, now, Donald Trump has done all of this Past all this, the economy is good. He's got the peace accords. He stepped into people who were uh, cheating us with China, making sure that that trade deals are right, making sure that people are going back to work under that. And it might just go down that Obama, the first African-American, literally African-American, because half and half were actually from Kenya, his father, and the first one. So we still need an American black one to see what we can really do. Somebody that's got the gravitas and the uh, testicular fortitude like Trump does, but on the black side. Let's keep going. Ooh. He thought that that was funny. And so, people, this, they didn't cut us this time. How about that? So, people, 
we have run out of time. We will see you tomorrow on TFR Podcast Live Presents Observations by Crazy D with my special guest, my special host, my sister Tanya. Make sure that you smash the like buttons, you follow all of us, all that, and we will see you tomorrow as we go salute. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.